My home state of North Carolina will become the latest state to approve legalized sports betting as Governor Roy Cooper will sign the sports wagering horse race wagering bill on Wednesday at 10 o'clock at the Spectrum Center that will allow people to begin placing bets in North Carolina early next year. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, June 14th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcourt. Thanks for joining the Buzzcast. I saw a lot of friends at the NACTA convention in Orlando, and SBJ programmed a morning session where my colleague John Arand and I talked about a couple of different key issues in sports business. First, we talked about operating a professional sports organization with Orlando Magic CEO Alex Martins. We talked sports betting with PGA Tour Vice President Scott Warfield, who said, of course, everybody is eyeing what happens next in the big states of California, Florida, and Texas. But he was also optimistic and encouraged by what's happening in North Carolina and keeping his eye on Georgia and South Carolina, as he believes those could be big states as well. We talked about the growing capital supporting women's sports with Donna Orender, and we talked about using data and analytics to grow your business with the Heat's Matthew Jafarian, who was fresh off watching his team play in the NBA Finals and lose, but as he said, he felt the Heat were playing with house money. One other item I took away from the conversation, there is great elasticity in ticket pricing. Alex Martins said all of the Magic's premium products are sold out and that the team had its best revenue year ever. Jafarian acknowledged that the Heat is also looking at pricing because they still see a long runway when it comes to maximizing revenue. So a very insightful morning at NACTA. I was disappointed to miss the keynote late yesterday afternoon as new NCAA president Charlie Baker really made his first appearance in front of many college leaders, and he outlined a few interesting things. First, he set a roadmap for a revamped NCAA and NCAA office will probably be done in July next month. That is a bit earlier than I would have anticipated. He addressed the possibilities that athletes could be redefined to employees rather than students. Remember, that is in the courts right now. He followed that up by saying he has not met one athlete that wants to be designated as an employee. Baker said he is committed to creating a common name, image, and likeness contract that looks the same for each athlete that does a deal. He said transparency is fundamental to name, image, and likeness. And he also said he's been out a lot. He has spoken to about 80 conferences or gatherings in his first 104 days as the new NCAA president. Finally, he said that college leaders have a lot of work to do. He said, quote, college sports has some serious issues that we need to address and deal with, and no one is going to do it for us, end quote. I will say in the many conversations I had at NACTA with athletic directors and college leaders in the hallways and outside of the meeting rooms, they have all been very pleased so far with Charlie Baker. They find him likable and very approachable. So that is a little different tenure coming from the NCAA. You know, let's move on. We have been talking about the sale of the Ottawa Senators for months now. 
and loyal listeners of the Buzzcast will know that we've wondered if the sale of the Senators could hit a billion dollars in U.S. funds, which I felt would be a huge accomplishment for NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, the NHL, and it would prove the increasing valuations of sports teams would just continue. Well, it seems that the NHL has hit pay dirt, as Toronto billionaire Michael Anlauer has a bid to buy the Senators believed to be worth a billion dollars, all figures U.S. That looks closer to being completed. There is a deal in principle. The deal is being handled by Galatioto Sports Partners out of New York and the estate of the late Eugene Melnick. Sources said that the NHL, like Ann Lauer's vision for the city, his plans for the team and the team's brand, and the ability of his family to try to help bring a Stanley Cup to Ottawa. Now, Ann Lauer is a hockey lover. He loves the game. Apparently, he is a beer league goalie. He was a co-owner of an AHL team, the Hamilton Bulldogs. He then became a part owner of the Montreal Canadiens, Other NHL owners know him well as he sits on the NHL's Board of Governors as an alternate governor for the Canadians. Like I said, he is known to love the game. I can imagine this deal gets approved easily. Now, his background is in logistics. He founded the Ann Lauer Healthcare Group, which is a supply chain management company, which offers logistics and specialized transportation for healthcare. So his money came in third-party logistics and transportation around healthcare. He also founded a merchant bank focused on private equity investments and advisory services. So Michael Ann Lauer, Toronto billionaire, close to landing the Ottawa Senators. Shifting to baseball, a very odd day for the Oakland A's franchise on Tuesday. Early in the day, the Nevada Senate passed up to $380 million in public funding for the proposed A's ballpark in Las Vegas off the Strip. Now, the Senate passed it. The bill goes to the House Assembly. The Senate passage was a critical step towards the team's possible relocation to Las Vegas. The Assembly is expected to take up the legislation today on Wednesday, and if approved, it will go to Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo, who had said he would sign the original bill. Now, the original bill has been amended, so we'll see how the governor reacts. But right now, this bill is moving through the Nevada State House. Meanwhile, on Tuesday night in Oakland, in what was intended to be a show of local support, Oakland fans held a reverse boycott. They wanted to fill Oakland Coliseum. It was intended as a protest of John Fisher's ownership group and the ownership of the A's. They urged Fisher to sell the team to someone who would keep them in Oakland. So a little bizarre that that happened Tuesday night. Earlier in the day, Nevada passed forward the bill for funding for a ballpark. Now, the game did draw almost 28,000 fans. That was the largest home attendance of the season. It's more than triple the team's home average of 8,500 fans. And the previous high was on opening day with 26,000 fans. So they did show up, but whether or not they can stop the A's from relocating to Las Vegas, seriously in doubt. You know, one of the most successful divisions that was created under the late NBA commissioner David Stern was establishing a division called NBA Teambo. 
That is a centralized team services division. It is in the NBA league office. This was years ahead of its time. And a number of smart executives would be part of Team Bo and assist all the NBA teams in optimizing their business. Like I said, this was ahead of its time. So many leagues have had their own vision of Team Bo since then, not exactly copying it like the NBA's, but putting their own take on it. So here comes Major League Soccer as the league has brought on a very experienced team operator to lead a new division. So former Illich Sports and Entertainment President Chris McGowan will lead MLS's new club performance group. And that is intended just as it sounds. Its focus is on helping clubs maximize their business performance. Now, McGowan's title is Executive Vice President and Chief Club Performance Officer. He'll report directly to Don Garber. He'll serve as a point of contact at the league office for owners and and CEOs and presidents at the clubs. And this shows the priority that Garber and the league are putting on this division. Now, Chris McGowan plans to hire around 10 people for the new department in areas such as ticketing and sponsorship marketing, and fan experience. Now, remember, Chris McGowan also ran the Portland Trailblazers. He knows how Team Bo operates, and he said it will be in that model, but not as big, and as he said, not as robust. But there is a real desire to get all the MLS teams up to a consistent performance level on the business side. You have some very strong performers. I'd put LAFC there, certainly Atlanta. Certainly Seattle, Portland. I'd put the newer clubs, Austin and Charlotte, at that level. But the goal is to get all others up to that level. So they need stronger tickets and stronger sponsorship sales. And that's where McGowan will have his focus and be held accountable in this new division. And staying with executives, I know my colleague David Albright talked about it yesterday on the Buzzcast, but there is a lot of talk about the changes at Comcast Spectacor as Valerie Camillo, president and CEO of Spectacor Sports and Entertainment, will leave the organization at the end of the month. Now, Valerie Camillo had held a very high-profile post at the company for the last five years. She is well-regarded. She headed up business operations for the Flyers and the Wells Fargo Center, and she was also overseeing the $350 million renovation of Wells Fargo Center. So that was a big project, but there have been a lot of changes at this organization in the last few months. There's a new leader, There's all new hockey operations leadership, so a lot of new faces at Spectacor, and so she moves on. Meanwhile, they have promoted Blair Listino, an SPJ game changer. She'll serve as chief administration and financial officer. Todd Glickman has been named chief revenue officer, and John Master has been promoted to chief legal and strategy officer. So the bottom line is a number of changes on the business and player personnel side at Comcast Spectacor Sports Group. And there will be a lot of speculation of where Val Camillo goes next, as she has been a successful team operator who has led some significant projects and initiatives at both the Washington Nationals and the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. So a lot of people will be keeping their eye on what she does next. 
And so that is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Abe Matcor. Thanks for listening to the buzzcast. Thanks for sharing the word on the buzzcast. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.